It's Levac and guys, it is the Saturday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday edition. I've done like 65 shows this week. Uh, Saturday edition of Levac and Gaz. Um, we are doing it from our humble abodes. Um, so I'll just call this one the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Studios. Your best way back to normal. Check us out online, tefirewater.com. Some storms coming again. Be on the lookout. And of course, uh, Gaz from his uh, his parents' bedroom, I think. So. No, no, no. I'm in the Godzilla Media Studios, which at some point I've promised myself I'm going to update. That hasn't happened yet, though. Is that just your bedroom? No, it is not my bedroom. This is not my parents' bedroom. The audio audience is like, oh, no, not again. No. no but <laughs> it's your bedroom, is it? good. No, it is my, uh, I call it workspace, den area. It's supposed to be a kitchen table. That's where I am. Uh, yeah, I've got the... Um... I've got a couple rooms. I've been meaning to like set up, set up to do broadcast and everything. But then I just like, I already had the shelf. So I was like, well, you're supposed to broadcast in front of shelves. So I was just like, all right, I'll just sit in front of this. I have my shelf behind me and I've not moved it because you've got yours covered. You've got the Schefter look good. Yeah. I mean, I've got more awards too. So, you know, and I mean, as we all know, I've got balls. Whoa, look at that. Audio audience, you were missing out on the official, looks like, 2022 NAL Championship ball. Look at that. All six teams' logos on it. That is beautiful. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good thing. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We can't wait. Uh design flaw that we've noticed already is the sharks logo is where the thumb goes when you throw on the ball. So the damn sharks ruining everything again, not just their fans suck. Their logo is in the way. So uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, I'll be on uh, Inside the Walls next week. Speaking of sucky shark fans. So uh, be ready. Jim, coming for you, Jimmy boy. Old Jimmy boy. How you so, doing? So just to clarify, you mentioned the thumbing. That is going to be the in-game ball. That is not like yeah, a giveaway yeah. promotion. That yeah. is a the, Sam Castronova is going to be slinging that thing. Yes, he is. Now, see, like if you hold it this way, you're good. Like there's no, I don't know. But I think once we throw them around a little bit, it'll be all right. But just, you know, me, I'm always very negative, negative Nancy. Do they get to use so. that the week leading up to practice? Like, does Sam get to use We'll have a couple. Okay. We'll have a couple that they can, they can play with to get used to, both teams. The the Cobras and the Empire will both be able to practice a little bit. You know, I mentioned Sam, the quarterback for the Empire, of course, Castronova. Uh, he, as important as it is that he's getting it, also kicking. Because we're not going to do that storyline again. Mark no, this is, we're not using these for the kick. We've already. Oh, um, okay. Good thing I asked. Uh, on this week's coaches show with head coach Todd Wadas and team president Jeff Levac, uh, coach said that um, Coach Rez for the Cobras and Coach Manas agreed to use the honey balls. So we'll have our, like, you'll have two of the greatest kickers I've ever seen going toe to toe, quite literally, with kicking balls. Uh, <laughs> be ready for me, Jimmy boy. That's all I'm saying. Be ready. Jim, <laughs> coming for you, buddy. I'm going to try and find where he parks. Every once in a while, you notice he's from inside his car. Yeah. Maybe I'll fly down. Maybe I won't even do it from my house. Maybe I'll fly down and try to find his car and be like, let me in, Jim. Come on. Let me in. There's room in there for both of us. Come on. <laughs> Dave wrote on our Facebook page. He wrote, I hope there's a lot of NAL championship talk today on this week's episode. Dave, Dave needs we, to calm, we a, calm we down. We Dave. Dave, Dave, God, you need to, Dave? Dave. Dave, calm down, Dave. Okay, Dave. Like, Dave, I love Dave. There may not be a more dedicated fan than Firebird DW. But man, Dave's the one that like the final the final whistle, you know, in week three, and he's already posting. Do you guys have the injury report for week four? Do you know who's gonna do what for week week whatever? Do, do you guys do you know the route you're gonna travel? And you, do you get a, all right now now inside the walls just looking for a free promo? Sam <laughs> Sam, Sam Castronova, Nick Haig, 
Jeff Levesque and Tom Manasas. Oh, Manasas. Manasas. <laughs> That's going to be must watch. Manasas has some issues with these boys. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh That's yeah. okay. It'll make some good oh, content. Yeah. Usually we don't allow the free promo right. like that, but when they're promoting us, we're more than happy to promote inside well, the walls. Well, Jim, Jim is a Sharks fan. Jim has talked a lot of smack about the Empire this year, and it has not gone unnoticed by the old man in the corner office. I'll just put it like that. So now that the now that we've beaten the Sharks, I would imagine Jim is going to get a nice old uh, a nice old slice of humble pie served served up by uh, by head coach Tom and us. <laughs> That's all right, Jim. Exactly. And definitely from Jeff Levac. Definitely. Right. I can't wait. I'm excited. I like I like talking to those guys. So I'm excited to join them uh, next week. Now, speaking of the championship, as much as we can or cannot or want to talk about it, we have so much of a buildup coming up for right. next week. Like we're going to have right. a pregame show as we've done all season long, live from MVP Arena. You and I will be back in on Tuesday. We've got a whole show left here still. Uh, you've got some media stuff going on here locally. Yeah. I know Carolina's schedule is a little different. So there's going to be a whole buildup to this, Dave, and other Empire fans that – even though it's seven days away, you are going to get Empire coverage. Do you want to know, know what I know? I'll tell you what I know, okay? Our local media is going to be invited to talk to the team on Monday. I've had some people ask if the public come to that. No, just local media because the guys are dialed in. Friday, we will do the full media day. Uh, and it looks it looks like we're going to have a really cool location for that. Uh, we'll have a chance to talk to both teams. There will be some time for the public to come to that. I believe you will get the second team all NAL announcements on Wednesday, first team on Thursday, and then we have our um, kind of like a banquet to announce to the to the winners of like the individual awards, like the Ironman of the year and the executive of the year. You said that is Wednesday or Friday, that last part? That'll be Friday. Friday okay. will be that. So Cool. I don't know how many, if not all of those events I will be at. So. Well, I would assume you'll be at most of them. I mean, you don't yeah. have anything else to do. What else Except do you my, sit around my, and, and not get your stuff in for CBS? My stuff has always been on time, except one night two weeks ago where I might have fallen asleep. <laughs> Working remotely that day and got a nice phone call. No, they were very nice. Uh, no, I just mentioned that because, yeah, I'll probably do some shooting. I'll probably do some interviews. We'll do all that stuff. It'll be fun. It'll be really cool. Excited for all that stuff to happen for the lead up to the championship game. Um, speaking about media that covers the league, has there been some issues with some, we'll call them traditional media outlets <laughs> no, and how they've been not traditional. I wouldn't call them traditional at okay. all. Um, no, there's one, uh, there's one entity that like, you know, we joke with, with, with firebirds, Dave, we joke with him. There is an entity of, of media that if this guy doesn't get off my freaking back, I'm going to drop kick him in the next week. I mean, let's just say this guy's this guy thinks he's locked in. We'll just put it like that. He's he just thinks he's really locked in, but he's rude, he's obnoxious, and he doesn't freaking stop. It's annoying. So is it that but, he wants a certain quote or an answer? Is it that he wants he wants inside information? Day? He wants everything right away. He doesn't understand why he has to wait the same amount of time as anybody else. And he will he'll he'll uh, uh, just annihilate my DMs. And then when he doesn't get what he wants from me. He'll start DMing other people on the team. And then, like, sometimes he'll send people to cover stuff and they reek of marijuana, which I think everybody needs to remember. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's mandated. So there's an individual, uh, you know, like I said, we're just locked in on, on about to be kicked out of, of my entire life. Oh, there's so some, freaking annoying. Look, there's some etiquette to this. And I don't know his style or her style, whatever it might be. But it is. Uh, Let's okay. call him Jonathan because, I mean, it's his name. 
a lot of big J journalists out there, young ones especially, a lot of that job is waiting. Like Levac will tell you, sometimes when we've had to book guests or we wanted coaches on, it's like, well, nobody's gotten back to us yet. All right. Well, yeah. I guess we're still waiting here. I guess uh, do you want to text him again? Yeah, I'll text him tomorrow. He's probably busy. Like that is a part of this whole job. Not give me the answer, give me the answer, give me the answer, give me the answer. Uh, somebody took heat for this the other day. Who was it? Uh, J- John Rothstein. Uh, one of the coaches and players had a list of every three days John Rothstein would text them, is the tournament in Hawaii? Is the tournament in Hawaii? Is the oh tournament God. in Hawaii? Now, uh, Kevin Sweeney, one of our former interns, does a great job at Sports Illustrated. He said, what the hell is wrong with this guy? I go, you know, you could write him back. and Maybe he doesn't think you're getting the message. <sighs> Knowing you, you probably are yeah. getting back to him, but just not what he wants. But also, you got to remember, too, by the time that kind of stuff happens, you know, maybe he has. Like, maybe maybe we'll just say you've already said, hey, look, you need to calm down a little bit. I'll get to you when I can get to you. And then that person just continues on. And then you you blast them. Or you, you try to ignore them, hoping they'll get the message, and then you blast them. I've seen the dude from Locked In Magazine threaten to delete photographs of players because they don't tell him something he wants to know. Oh my God! Dude. Yeah, the guy's Get insane. The, the guy is insane, and it and it hurts me to have to talk about him. But he's just a nut job at this point. Like, like he's he's he literally said to me one time, "I need I need the inside scoop. I get it from other teams. You need to tell me before you tell other people." Now, hold up. I I don't know who you are. I've never heard of your organization before. I took over running this team. If I was going to give inside information, it would be to Gaz over at CBS uh, when Liana Bonavita was at 10, uh, Abby at the Times Union. If I was going to feed info, it'd be to those people, okay? But I, as you know, I did this for a long time. I have a pretty good idea of how to dramatically get the information out there when and where I want it. And it, and none of it is ever going to be because you DM me at 2 a.m., hey, are you busy? Dude, you just, you upped me. Like, like, hey, you up? Like, you, you know, unless, unless you're a really hot chick, don't do that. Don't do it. And then, two minutes later, like, let's say three a.m., I get up to take a leak, and this time I'm not fighting a bath, a bat in my bathroom, and I just happen to look and I see you in a guard. Maybe I'll get back to him tomorrow, and I get a thumbs up instantly. Like, I see you're on, but you're not replying to me. Go screw. Like, go screw. Like, seriously, you guys, out of control. Out hey, of control. To- to add to your frustration, I know this is going to sound weird and this is not the way you take this, but like, as you mentioned, your career is you've done this for 10 years in the sports media side of it, not the rock side of the country, like sports media in particular. Mm-hmm. You have on your phone, this is not the like big time him, a list of ESPN, national, right. regional right. writers where Fox you've sports. made contacts where like you've texted them before, like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Just doing your job yeah. and you had a certain way to do it. Yeah. And watching yeah. somebody else do it the wrong way to you, you just got to step back sometimes. And say, Dude, what are you doing? Like, I did this for 10 years. I still do it now in a whole different spot. But it's like, dude, I have Buster Olney's number. I don't yeah. do this. This is I, not how you handle this. Perfect, perfect example. Do you know how bad I wanted to text Buster after episode six of The Captain? Like, have you watched it yet? Yes. Uh, by the way, I think Jeter was a little harsh on Buster. But... Oh, 100% he was. Yeah, 100% he was. But so on Wally Matthews too. When we get to that, oh, we need to that come uh, up next. Yeah, but, you, but like of the two of them, who probably deserves a harsh treatment more? Wally. And and, and I think Wally would be the first one to tell you that too. Yeah. Like he would laugh, be like, "Me? No, I'm a sweetheart." And then just, <laughs> but like it, it's it, come on. Oh, like <laughs> by the by the way, <laughs> just so you know, I'm not talking about my friends from inside the walls. 
they are agreeing with me. Uh, <laughs> but like, like in all sincerity, like Jim or Zach over at Inside the Walls, if they need something and they, they'll ask me, but they'll ask me in a very respectful way. And on top of that, they'll say, if you can't tell me yet, I understand. Will you please tell me as soon as you can? Which, you know, look, I don't expect you to go that level every time. But like, I legitimately got a message at like, I don't know, it was like after 11 last night. And I went to bed early last night. I was exhausted. And it was, I can't promote your game if you don't tell me everything that's going on. Okay, well, God. I'll tell you what. There's an email coming out from the league, which will, which is going to lay out the entire framework of how everything's going to be promoted. You can go. You can wait for that. <laughs> you can wait for that. I just told you what most of the email is going to say. But you can wait for that. That's just, it's insane. It's, it's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Draft All right. Notes. I'm done with that guy because yeah, me too. I don't even know him. I want to get that Jeter thing. Let's talk about the Jeter thing, by the way. Uh, let's give one more plug for the championship game though before we yes. get the Jeter. Yeah, t- get your tickets uh, as low as twenty bucks. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know who I actually? It, it's a very interesting run in. Um, the the gentleman who is now a part owner of both teams, John Kane's back in town, and he's going to be at the game. So oh, I was talking to him. Yeah, wow. I ran into him in the parking lot price shopper. So uh, he's had he's had some health stuff going on. So. Uh, wish him well on that front, and I'm hoping that he's celebrating his Albany ownership and very disappointed with his Carolina ownership <laughs> next Saturday. But, yeah, tickets are on sale now, uh, albanyempirenal.com, 518-714-2200, Ticketmaster. They're, they're out there. Go get them. Uh, you know, there's still there's still some board seats. Uh, there are not a lot of them left, but there's still some seats on the walls left, but there's a lot of great seats. We haven't opened the second level up yet. So, like, you know, there's there's – there's a lot of a lot of great seats left. A lot of great seats, but they are moving. They're definitely moving faster than anything else we've done so far this year, which you would hope so for a championship game. Be a part of it next Saturday. Championship, the Empire go for back to back. Hashtag maintain the rain. Check it out on Hashtag social media. Albany Empire, NAL, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Coaches. And, and by the way, by the way, the return the balls is only for the kicking balls. So these, you get your hands on one of these beauties, it's yours. So, so that we, we got through the regular season like we needed to. Thank you for everyone who understood. F you to everyone who didn't. Um, but now it's back to normal. You catch one of those, you know, you catch Darius Prince hands a ball in the stands. That's yours. Sam Castronova throws one away. That's yours. So there you go. Or I you should heard- say Jonathan Bain throws one away. Yeah, that's right. going to be dialed in. You heard that rock. You heard during Empire Games and they get a first down. It's sponsored by Mohawk Chevrolet. We love yeah. the team at Mohawk, yes. whether it be Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet. Levesque, you and I are back next month live for Mohawk Honda. Our first show in a long time. We haven't been there since May, since April. When are we Five there? Five months. Uh, September, mid-September. Oh, okay. I was just saying, because my August is a little busy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we were off August, uh, especially because of those reasons for playoff games and more. It's good that we're in this good spot now of playoff action coming up. Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet. Summer is so weird when it comes to the supply chain. You can take advantage of it right now by trading in your vehicle for a new ride. It's August. You've already waited long enough. If you haven't done it, now you need to do it. Honda, Chevrolet, either spot, whether it's Mohawk Honda in Glenville or Mohawk Chevrolet in Malta. They want to buy your vehicle. Do it today. If you're coming up for the championship game, come up early, get a new ride, and then go to the title game with a new vehicle. We know from experience, out to everybody, the Herodin family, Andy Gelcher, Greg Johnson, Cam McKenna. Happy birthday to C-Mac. Good job over there, man. The VIP. Yeah, you were born. 
John in service who I have to see next month because should we congratulate Brian McKenna for putting up with Cam McKenna all this time? Congratulations to Brian McKenna yeah. for putting up with your son. Mohawk on to Mohawk Chevy. Follow him on social media and more. Get a new ride today. Tell him LaVanga sent you. Godzilla Media, Albany Empire, whoever, seeing a new vehicle. They you always know, um, go out of their way to please you. If you if you don't have the experience that I had yesterday, uh, you you need to you need to get get together with the Mohawk family. Like I, you know I me, mean? Chevy guy, bow tie all the way, uh, but Honda, whatever it is. Ran into a friend of ours, Chantel, who I hadn't seen in a while. She works for one of the local radio groups. Hadn't seen her in a minute. Saw her. She's like, look at your truck. This is beautiful. I love your truck. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know where I got it? And she looked over at her her pilot and she goes, same place I got mine. So, yeah. So, it's like one of those like where we're just like, well, like, oh, look at the color on that. She goes, look at the color on yours. And like, it's like, if you don't love what you drive, it's your own fault. Go to Mohawk. That's all there is to it. We teased it a little bit, Levesque. You seemed like you were not happy. It was a battle between your favorite people and Derek Jeter and Buster only. I felt like, you, stop yelling. Stop fighting my favorites. No. Um, no, but, but you know the thing is, like, <laughs> you can kind of see that mentality that is Jeter, right? So, like, like Jordan would always make it about who was on the, the court against him. Jeter, it feels like the only thing Jeter was ever truly concerned about was focus. Like if you were going to get in the way of the focus of him or his teammates, you were the enemy because if everybody was out there, you know, on the diamond doing their job, the Yankees were the best team and it didn't matter. The things that could hurt them were Wally Matthews telling everybody that Jeter isn't black or white. He doesn't have a color. Um, <laughs> because that'll start a whole thing. The A-Rod stuff, all that. I don't remember what Buster said. I don't even remember what it was, but I know Buster said, he, Buster said he sucked in his final season as a Yankee, basically. Like he shouldn't have been out. Oh, he should have asked to move. He should have asked to move. Yeah. Um, and that's a very Buster thing to say. It's a very Buster thing to say. But I can 100 percent understand why Jeter would be like, screw you. And I think Buster would be okay with it. But I did take everything I had not to text Buster and be like, ooh, you got yelled at. <laughs> Yeah, the, the thing with Buster is and the same thing with Wally, and we'll get to him in a second too. Like, Buster's not wrong, by the way. Like, he should have been batting ninth that season. Derek Jeter's amazing as he was, and Jeter even owned it. Like, 2013, he was hurt. He came back in 2014. He was bad. You know, like the Yankees were not as good. Jeter, when you compare him to a bunch of shortstop, he'd been playing for 18 years plus the postseason. If you say an athlete's worst season is their last season, that's not like a hot take. Like, yeah, probably. I mean, that's probably 95% of athletes have that happen at the professional level where the worst season's their last season. Maybe Poppy's a little different. Brady's still playing. But that's about it. Uh, yeah, so I don't think Buster was wrong. But what you just said is yeah. totally – so I don't like well, – Remember Jeter something. I won the Jeter bet. Remember the games that Jeter was was celebrated in, he played better. Yes, that's true. So – so like I mean there there is that to remember like he I think there's I think the biggest problem with Jeter's farewell season was Girardi lied he lied he said it's not my job to throw a farewell tour and then threw a farewell tour <laughs> you know what I mean like yes. like he he lied like they and it was even said I don't remember I don't know if it was I think maybe it was Buster who said it where it was they needed Jeter to sell tickets. It you it didn't take a lot to realize that was a team in transition. It was supposed to go. There was supposed to be the transition of champ uh, of captains, right? Like, even though Jeter wasn't named captain right away, Mattingly to Jeter, 
Jeter was supposed to go to Cano. Cano got greedy and went and got money elsewhere, which, you know, hey, maybe that worked out for the best because he still was kind of lollygagging and, and, and cheating. And, you know, you've been locked into a guy who, who deteriorated way faster than I think people thought he would. But, like, there wasn't that obvious transition. Judge wasn't there yet. You know, these there, there wasn't that leadership there. CC was there, but to have the pitcher be the only guy, Brett Gardner kind of had that leadership role. But I mean, how many people are listening to him? Like you needed to sell tickets and that's what Jeter was going to do for you. And you weren't going to go very far. So why the hell not just have fun with it? The problem was you said, that's not what you're doing. Jeter's response of saying, uh, if you're saying I can't do something, I'm going to prove you wrong, which has been his mentality his entire career. It's worked. So good on him. At some point, and maybe athletes just never understand this, and especially the highest 1%, the Jeter, the Britties, the Jordans. When that statement said to them, they're like, oh, you think I can't? Like, the mindset is not, I've been here 18 years. This is how every other athlete has their career end. Like, this is how it, no, no, no. I'm different than any other athlete because I am Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Derek right. Jeter, all these guys. And it's such a mental thing, which it's not even a criticism. It's it's the cool part of this documentary where we kind of get to see like the inside of the mind of no, 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 I don't need a bad ninth. Look what I've done throughout my career. I know I can do it where you're watching at home. You're like, Oh man, here's the, like the battle, the friction of like, I think I believe him, but these guys are making really good points over here. Well, but hold on. Like guys, how many times have you grounded yourself? How many times have you, have you suspended yourself from school or, or fired yourself from a job? It's not uh, my job to move myself down the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> it's yours. You're the coach. You're the GM. If I'm not working, you move me. If my boss doesn't move me, why the hell would I go and go, hey, guys, I, uh, yeah, I'd like to insult myself and move down to ninth in the lineup. If that's, I, I think I should be playing second base. Like, no, why the hell would I do that? You do it. That's your job. You're the leader. You do it. I, I never once walked into my mother's room or, or, or the kitchen and went, hey, ma. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and lock myself down for two weeks because uh, I could I could be doing better in school. <laughs> no, hell no, ever, never. That was their job, by the way. Cindy Lou, hi Cindy. Hey, Cindy's here. Um, my favorite. What are, she, uh, by the way, that sneaks into my house. Cindy, first comment. Time to sell the house. Cindy, I'm gonna <laughs> sell the house when I'm ready. Okay, and you're gonna be the one to sell it. I promise. <laughs> the hustle of the last week from people in media. Re- Realtors, social oh media. God. I appreciate the hustle. Athletes, yeah, I appreciate. Uh, do we want to talk about our our former guest on Levac and Gaz on the traditional media side? One Wallace A. Matthew Senior, the Oyster <laughs> Bay, whatever. He, his Twitter's been deleted. Shockingly, o- Oyster after Bay the episode, bomber. I think now deleted. Um, you know, here here's the thing. You know me, man. I always try to see both sides, and I tried to explain this to somebody the other day. Um, I think when you you and I for years have been paid to argue, but to argue in such a way that people don't run out of the room with their fingers in the air trying to like get away. So I think the only way to truly win an argument is to, to convince you that my side's the right side, not get everybody else to say, Oh, Jeff's right. And Gaz is stupid. I need Gaz to believe that I'm right. But to do that, I've got to understand where you're coming from. So when I heard what Wally Matthews said, I cringed. And then I tried to think, what would like Wally's not he's not a polished guy. He's never gonna be, doesn't care to be, doesn't that's not his goal. I think I think Wally's goal in that was to say that 
Jeter was such a baseball icon that he didn't give a shit if Jeter was black, white, indigo. He just he saw Derek Jeter as the consummate professional and didn't care. The Jeter at that point in Jeter's life, Jeter did not bring social issues into the game. So why would Wally Matthews put that on him? I think is what he meant. Now by saying he wasn't black, like he didn't have a color or kind of stuff like that, especially at this point in Jeter's life where that's what he's doing. I you know. You, you probably need to choose your words a little better if you didn't want backlash. There was also a quote years ago, and this like a, a was featured, I believe, in a 30 for 30 about OJ. Uh, OJ made in America that the quote was, right, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Like yeah. OJ took yep. ownership in that quote. So I don't know if Wally was trying to draw a parallel to OJ and Jeter in the sense of they stayed out of politics and they were embraced by many cultures. Uh, here's the problem with the thing though, like the whole setup, if there's one criticism I have so far of the captain, it's that whole like 15 minute thing about societal issues in Jeter. Cause Randy Wilkins, well, is the director. that's what he wants to be now. That's what he wants yes. to be now. Yeah. And that's it. Like Randy Wilkins, the director tried his best to like have this weird movement of like, okay, now Jeter is going to get involved because the world is far different than it was when Jeter played about having an impact in society and talking about politics and societal issues, but Jeter never did it. And like, that could have been it. Like, even in the last dance, which I constantly compare it to, but even in any other 30 for 30, there's a point where it's like, okay, did this athlete do this? Okay, he didn't pass. Like, let's just not even talk about it. If it didn't happen, let's not talk about it. So they easily could have said, hey, Derek Jeter is not a political person. He doesn't get involved in that stuff. He doesn't know as much about those topics as he does about baseball. That's why he didn't have an impact. But they kind of gave him like a parachute for 15 minutes. Like, no, no, no. The reason I didn't talk about it is because it was a racial thing. Right. Exactly. You didn't ask. Right. And and look at all these writers, what they didn't do. Like I had stuff to say, okay, Derek, what would you like to say? I hate those writers. No, 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 no. This is the part where you're supposed to take a political stance or talk about societal issues. If Jeter had gave us like five minutes of anything, Kaepernick, um, we did remember black lives matter. He brought up his two, turn two foundation, right? Yep. But like he didn't give us anything, so he just ripped Wally instead. I'm like, dude, like you can't say you want to talk about politics and then for ten minutes say how you're no, not no, going to no, talk no, about no, politics. No, 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 no. He never said he wanted to talk about politics. He said you never asked him about politics. I'm telling you, I said it before. I'm saying it again. Get ready to vote Jeter. Get ready to vote Jeter. Jeter's running for something. Ugh. I told you. Because this, like, you you look at the way this. I I have a very very strong feeling that as this miniseries con- concludes, it's going to be more about what he does for the community and society and everything. I think this is a test. I think this is a test to see how we receive him as a politician because he's bored. <laughs> because because <laughs> Hannah Jeter's beautiful, but I'm bored. Like, there's just something about it. Why go on social media all of a sudden? Why do these things? Why answer the way you're answering? Why, like, I, I mean, this is, this looks like grooming to me all the way. This is, this, like, remember all the things you love about Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. Then remember how dare, how dare these people not ask me to voice my opinion about things that I would have told them that weren't baseball and they should shut the F up. Oh, and by the way, I hate A-Rod just like you do. Like it, he's dun, 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 yeah, dun. yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's coming. Athletes know this. Like Herschel Walker had this happen most recently that 
once you enter into the political world, they start digging for these skeletons in your closet. And Jeter's like, I got an idea. I'll do a paint <laughs> part 30 for 30 and let all the right. skeletons out so they'll stop digging. Gift baskets? No, that was nonsense. A-Rod? Yeah, I don't really like him that much. Cashman? No. All right. The beginning I'm of the good. rapid eight mile. It's yeah. the beginning of the rapid eight mile. <laughs> He's telling yeah. you everything already. Go, go ahead. Say something about me. <laughs> If Jeter thinks that's it, if he dives into the political world, I think he's a bit naive because people will continue to find stuff on him, stuff that's yeah. not even true. Well, but that, that doesn't you you don't need to worry about those people. What you need to know is, will I support you still? Will I do this? Like, so what he's doing is he's building a narrative of even as a flawed person he's still less flawed than most like even as like oh look at look at the turmoil you you thought there was no turmoil there was turmoil i'm just so good at handling turmoil that you should want me in charge of more things and then as long as you and i go you know what that's my dude that's the guy i'll, I'll support him like all of a sudden the story comes out no no not only were the gift bags true here's one like stuff like that and we go yeah, but I mean, he didn't give it to them. Like he never said that what they didn't exist. He said he didn't give them. Like, like he, <laughs> like kind of like I mean, completely different people. But Trump, like Trump's core is never like you. He said it himself. I'd go shoot somebody on Main Street, and you'd still my 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 numbers might go up. Like you, you there. People are going to find shit on you nowadays. It's just how it is. What you need to know is: Will your core, will your base stay stay with you when they do? And he is, I think he is grooming us all to go, Derek. <laughs> Again, he insulted the beautiful baby Buster only. And I still love him. So, I mean, that just tells you right there how, how much he's just, he's entrenched. We got a lot of Yankee stuff today on a Saturday show. I want to get to Aaron Judge in the beast that he is right now. But before yeah. we do it, Johnstone Supply and Troy, our guy, our guy, George, man, shout out to him. Always helping us out. 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. It's the summer. You might have had that project you've been putting off all summer long. Go get your tools at 6th Avenue in Troy. Say you heard it from LeVac and Gaza and Gaza Media. Always competitive prices and the AC unit. 99 degrees on Thursday, LeVac. If there was Ugh. no motivation to get an AC unit at your house while you're sweating, do it this week. I got to go over there and get a new vent. For the outdoor part of the fan in my bathroom. Johnstone Supply and Troy has yep. it. Give him a call today, 518-272-5922. Johnstone Supply NY on Facebook. If you see George, tell him you said hello. If you see Kev, Fitch, the whole crew over there, shout out to everybody. We appreciate them. Day one sponsors with us here, Godzilla Media and Levac and Gaz. In this podcast world, we hope that you can appreciate their support by helping them this summer. AC units, tools, everything, ladders, whatever you want. Johnstone Supply in Troy. Johnstone supply. Yeah, uh, you listen, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Aaron Judge pretty good at baseball. Ooh, hot take. Yeah, yeah. Burning I don't us know. up after yeah. the EC uh, read. Look out. I'm ready, man. I, I'm gonna say it. It's just he, he's pretty good. Um, you know, I think he's good. I think he's a good player. You I think we can like stop that debate right now. You sound like a local radio station that's on an FM signal, but I will just <laughs> stay away from that. Oh, yeah, well, he's I'm, not, I'm not talking about hockey. Across. He uh, is pacing for more than 62 home runs, which would beat Roger Maris's New York Yankee single season record. Can it happen, LeVac? Can Aaron Judge beat Maris? And we'll even go deeper. That's how you do sports talk. There you go. Ready? Would it be considered the new home run record if Judge can do it? 
Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Better than hockey talk in August. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think you have to respect the record where it is, even though you don't want to. But I think it would be the most important one because I think I think that is like you, you, there's there's you can debate who's the home run king right now, but you can't debate who did it better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 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 you you got to admit that Maris and Mantle and Ruth and like, like even, even the cheating, which they may or may not have or whatever, who cares? I'm not going to go there. They weren't as obvious and blatant about it as Bonds was, but you, you know, what's funny is there's Red Sox fans in my office who are trying now to tell me that judges on steroids. Look how big he is. Oh my God. I'm like, he was born that freaking big. He's six, seven, 265, 280, something like that. He said, well, yeah, but you can tell. And I was like, you guys are ridiculous. I saw I bring up the Ortiz thing. Ortiz never got caught. Yes, he did. He just got caught before it was on the books. So whatever. Well, yeah, but then and he also said that he's been tested more than anyone. And with the amount of times that he says he's been tested, he would have had to have popped positive once for them to be able to test him that often. So you're lying. And then they don't want to talk about steroids anymore. Aaron Judge is just out of out of his freaking mind. I, I don't think the question is, will he top Maris this year? I think the question is, what will he have to do moving forward to to not be viewed as a one-hit wonder kind of guy? Because as good as he's been, it's always been, what could he do if he was healthy? What could he do if he was healthy? He's going to get paid, hopefully by the Yankees, maybe not, an insane amount of money based on what he does this year. Can he Can he maintain this level of play for two, three, four years? Because that's what he's going to need to do. He's going to get like a 10-year deal somewhere. And he's got he's going to have to be able to hit 40, 50, 60 home runs at least two or three of those first four or five years. Or everybody's going to be like, ah, you guys fell for it. Ah, contract year. He got you. Ha ha. Like, he sucks now. Oh, he hit 35 home runs and 100 RBIs while batting 295? Oh, yeah, he's terrible. The love for Aaron Judge if he does get paid a lot more money by Yankee fans might be tempered a little bit because we've just seen that before with big contracts in New York that the expectations are unreasonable and yeah the take of hey Judge you hit 62 65 66 home runs last year now the new bars 55 is also unreasonable that's totally true of what can happen potentially for Aaron Judge this is something that's totally changed for me this spring though because when Aaron Judge is on this hot streak I'm just thinking the same thing you just talked about I'm like well, Yankees probably aren't thrilled. They got to pay him a lot more money now. Well, how far is this team going to go? And now I'm taking a step back and thinking, we can just enjoy this, right? Like, we can just be like, hey, Yankee fan or baseball fan. What Aaron Judge is doing right now has not been seen in a really long time since, unfortunately, that steroid era of the late 90s and early 2000s with Bonds and McGuire and Sosa. But this is really cool. Like, the fact that you can go on every single night and potentially see Aaron Judge at a home run on a competitive Yankee team that is holding off teams in the AL East is making baseball fun to watch on regular television, YouTube, highlight clips. Like this is what baseball truly has desperately wanted. A reason for fans each and every night to find a way to get their product. Shohei Otani, by the way, is in that discussion yeah. too because he's doing some stupid stuff right now with his stats and everything else. But that's right. if if Judge were to beat Maris, I don't think I'd consider it the home run record. Like, Bond still wow. has it. It's and, there. And, and NFL fan for cross-board comparison, here's the best way I can describe this. The NFL has added an extra game now. So now it's a 
week regular season. Let's say Patrick Mahomes breaks, I don't know, Peyton Manning's single season record or whatever, or Tom Brady's passing touchdowns in a season. Is everyone's going to be like, wow, Brady's still my record holder. Like, no, like that's not, yeah. you know, just because stuff changes, yeah. like no one else, only baseball is going to have the mindset of like, oh, Steph Curry's the three-point shooter leader of all time. Didn't have a three-point line in the 70s, though. Doesn't count. Pete Maravich right. is my leader. Like, what? Wait, well, that, it changed and, the rules. And that's because, I mean, think about it, too. Like, there were, you know, go watch 61. Amazing movie. And it was, well, you got to do it the same amount of games Babe did it. Or you didn't beat Babe. And it's like, dude, he's a Yankee. Like, why aren't you cheering for him? <laughs> so, like, what a, the, only, the only thing that can make what Judge is doing better is if it was, like, a Mantle Maris situation where it's Judge and Stanton or Judge and Rizzo or whoever, if like two Yankees were going after it. Because that was like – that was one of the things I hated about Maris is Maris was a free agent. He wasn't homegrown. Like, I, And that's what uh, Ryan McCarthy piped in with Red Sox fans are jealous they don't have their own homegrown slugger. They got to import theirs. I don't think they're jealous of that. I think they're jealous that they suck right now. I think that's what they're, they're upset about. Um, Judge is, is special, and, and it's and – it's almost like like Babe Ruth and, and Jeter had a baby. Like he handles the meter, media like Jeter. He's, he looks like a bigger version of Jeter. If you told me he was like second cousins or something, I might believe you. And then but he still is this amazing power hitter. But it's just I can't I just I almost feel bad for the dude. I think he's gonna get the single season home run record. And I then think he's gonna get trashed for years and years to come because he's only gonna hit 40 home runs. <laughs> yeah. And just have it as a, as a cloud over his head for the rest of the year. We know you can right. hit 64, Aaron. Yeah. Loser. Loser. Way, back to the Red Sox. It is such an amazing feeling as a Baltimore Oriole yes. fan on Get August it. 6th to look at the ALE standards and not see your team in last place. Get Only it. a game and a half back. I was watching the game last night. They beat Pittsburgh one nothing. A Pittsburgh-Baltimore game on a Friday night in August. Could something sound more sad for a person in their <laughs> early 30s? Watching that action, and guess what? One and a half back in the wild card. I love this Oriole team. So, yeah, baseball's got some storylines across every single place. Uh, and I want to add to this, too, Levac, because half games back. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So good. Uh, you were very upset mid-show last time because of the news of Jordan Montgomery. Guess who's on yeah. the mound today for the St. Louis Cardinals yeah. in New York? Yeah, I know. Maybe Matt Carpenter will stop crying when you hit the ball. Don't do that to Carpenter. He's talking about his poor kids. It was his kids he was talking about. Cry. Hit the ball, Maddie. Come on. Didn't bring you and your porno stash over here to cry. Brought you over here for a career resurgence. Win some games here, buddy. Come on. That's probably the true answer to the judge answer, by the way. that The fact that Carpenter is not hitting. Andrew Benatendi is like one for 25 since he's been traded. Joey Gallo got shipped off for judge really to honestly break it he needs somebody else in his lineup to like consistently like Push three or four that. guys yeah exactly right so he doesn't just get pitched around constantly yeah he needs Stanton to come back healthy and just be a beast yeah montgomery had the press conference where he was bummed he said he wanted to stay as a yankee the follow-up the second question of the press conference was have you thought about getting traded away to st louis when this team's getting so much better and can win a world series and montgomery's like no, I haven't thought about. Right. I just got traded, man. Like, right. What are we doing? By, by the way, it sucks I, for you. Am I right? And like that, that question only works if I came from like the Red Sox, like a shit team. Like, <laughs> hey, did you think about how like you went from a surefire postseason team that's probably the favorite to win it all in everyone's book to like a team that hey is getting better and might make it? 
yeah, I thought about it. I think it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Montgomery just pitches it straight today? Like, doesn't obviously throw it anyway because they're their old teammates. But I wonder if we got a more pissed off Jordan Montgomery against New York. Today. I'd be pissed. I, I would take it out on even my former teammates. Like, I'm not mad at my former teammates. I'm mad at the front office that traded me. But I would take it out. I, I would want to have a great game. Really, really big time. I would go all in. All five pitches. Let's go. And by the way, St. Louis is man L central leading St. Louis Cardinals. It's not as if they sent them to Cincinnati. Right. You know, right, I mean? right, like, right. St. Louis right. is one of the best, probably maybe after the Yankees, you could argue tradition-wise has been the best team in baseball the last 20 second years. Most, well, they're second most Boston. World Series too, I believe, right? Yep. I think they have 11. So, you know, yeah, no, it's, it, listen, it's, it's, it's royalty. It's MLB royalty. But again, if you get traded from the Yankees to anyone this year, and you're not Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo just like save him. Like he needed out. You, you you can't do the whole, hey, look, you're in the hunt. Yeah, no, no. I was the hunt a week ago. Now I'm in the hunt. It's like, no, 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 no. That doesn't, I don't want to have that conversation with you, idiots. Idiots. Late night, Yankees, Cardinals tonight. Enjoy the St. Louis. My buddy's out in St. Louis. Shout out to Mike Camps. Happy birthday. He went to the Cardinals Yankees game for his birthday. Shout out to him. I think today's going to be a uh, yard work and alcohol day. I really do. So hopefully I'll be awake for it. Before you do it, I want to talk about your Raiders and all. Yeah, buddy. Lily and David Fine, Jewelers, Levac. Start getting those rings ready for the Raiders, Alyssa. Let's go. That's right. Potential. Maybe the Albany Empire as well. I think they can do it. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find the ring that you're looking for this summer. Route 50, the shops of Wilton. If you're hitting the track this summer, Make sure, whether it be that Thursday or Friday before you hit the track on a Saturday, stop in to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Be nice to your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend. Hey, I'm spending the whole day at the track. I got you something wonderful at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. They will help you find what you're looking for. And for some of you, it is time to pop the question this summer. It is time to get engaged. I know from experience, my wonderful wife is back home for an awesome event coming up this weekend that I'm looking forward to sharing on a few weeks that she's home for right now. All of her sisters are home, so it's really cool that we get to continue to talk about Lillian, David Fine, Jewelers, and the impact they had on our lives. Shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to David. Shout out to Tammy. Everybody over there, man. We love it. I love when I stop in. Get to know everybody more and more. Lillian, David Fine, Jewelers, and you stop in. Route 50, the shops. will tell me you heard about it from right here on LeVac and Guys. Um, yeah, and by the way, also, Corey. Hi, guys. I know, I know. I miss you, too. Um, we're right here, Corey. We didn't go anywhere. How dare you. Yeah, uh, Raiders game, man. They look good. Running the ball. I didn't care for that. Uh, (laughs) Dude, I tell you, like, it was like watching Stidham run the, the, the offense, you know, the, the McDaniels offense that he ran for so long in New England in one way or another kind of gets you thinking good things. Like if, if Carr gets it down with how much better of a quarterback he is, I think it's going to be a fun year to be a Raiders fan. I, I legitimately listened to some jackass. I think it was on like Fox Sports National. Still pick Jacksonville to be a better team than Vegas this year. It's like, dude, come on. I know like you can't really do a lot of that game. None of the starters played, whatever. But like, I don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to be. Derek Carr's the better freaking quarterback right now. I don't know what, you know, their wide receiving core is going to be. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller are the better players right now. Like, if I'm Josh Jacobs, I'm a little upset because obviously I don't have a, a, a strong foothold in that starting running back job because 
I played. <laughs> like, like it wasn't like everybody else. It's like I need to see what you got. It was you know I don't need to see what you got. I know what you got. It's like Josh, get out here. Come on, let's see what you can do. Like it, it's it's I think it's gonna be a fun year to be a Raider fan. I really really do. They get a couple guys up front who can block. I didn't realize how bad the offensive line was, especially on the right side. Chris Collinsworth did a nice job of explaining. It. I'm like. Ooh, I didn't know it was that bad. And if they could just sure up just like a couple blocks here and there, give some time for Carr in the pocket and Adams, they could be really good as a playoff team from last season. Yeah, the Josh Jacobs thing, it's so like I'm trying to think of a really good comparison for Jacobs. Saquon Barkley's not the right one. And I bring it up because Jacobs, they said no to his fifth year option. You're like, why why would they say no? He's been good. He's had so many carries, but He's it's kind okay. of the issue is right. Like the issue is that. He's a first-round running back. Right. And because he's a first-round pick, that contract, that money, the usage, like the numbers aren't making sense. Well, and no, and be- don't forget, he's Gruden's first-round running back. Yes. Gruden wanted him. Like, Gruden tells the draft day story of, like, every time there was a pick, he was he was wincing, hoping it wasn't him. And he wanted to use the earlier pick to get him. Like, like literally looked at – at um, God, well, I can't think of the former GM's name now um Mike Mayock yeah it looks at Mike Mayock and goes can I go get him now can I have him now can I go get him now and so like that's his that's his dude so we'll see I'll, I think he's gonna get a lot of I think he's gonna get a chance to do a lot I think they're gonna have a lot of running backs like you look at that wide receiver core there's a pretty decent drop off after Devontae Adams on a Renfro <laughs> it's a pretty de- like especially like guys you know it's like uh nope <laughs> Then a wide receiver, I think his name is Johnson, where number one, they're like, this guy could have an impact. I'm like, I just heard of him five seconds ago. Right, How is he going to be right. an impact wide receiver on a team that made the playoffs last year? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, uh, you know, everybody loves a big Johnson. That's a it's a known thing. I just do you think if Carr and Adams have success, Josh McDaniels is going to get a ton of credit, and especially if that's correlated with the Patriots who have not named any coordinators. Like they don't have an offensive or defensive coordinator on the roster, according to Belichick this year, that it's going to be all McDaniels love and be like, ha, Belichick overthought it. He's not that good. I think it has to be right. I mean, like, like not, not like the, the Belichick, not that good part, but I think the, the, as far as McDaniels getting credit because people fight so hard to not give car credit that I think you'll see that kind of translate into Josh McDaniels love. So like, like you look at how different Carr was before Ruggs was just made one of the worst decisions of, of anyone's life. And it was like, oh, okay, if I have a deep threat and it opens everything up, look how good I can be. And then they tried and tried and tried and never really found that option again. If he's got a guy like Adams out there and you find the way to use them all appropriately and get him – that spacing he needs to get some some open windows, a little more time. The offensive line needs a lot of help. Um, you've got to give the love to him. If the O-line comes along, like uh, so, like that whole coaching staff is going to get a lot of love. But I think you'll see people give McDaniels credit before they give Carr credit. They'll give Adams credit before they give Carr credit. It'll be like one of those ones where like, well, yeah, of course he's better. He's got the genius Josh McDaniels and the best wide receiver in the league. I could play in that offense. Like before you hear everybody go, oh, shit, Carr's pretty good. I'm confused a little bit by Jacksonville too going into this yeah. season because Urban Meyer has been, you know, the public enemy number one in Jacksonville. Everybody can't stand him. He's the worst. It never worked with player. And all of that could be true, by the way. All that Correct. very much could be true. But Doug Peterson is not exactly the most rah rah, let's go get a beer together. He's not Rex Ryan that he's going to be maybe enjoying training camp as much as he wants to. 
at least he doesn't come off like that to the media and to the fans. Maybe he's a completely I, different. I think he's just a hell of a coach. Yeah, I think they. I think they were really smart. I think it was a really smart hire. There were sexier names out there. I don't think he was brought up until he was hired. Like you know what I mean? Like I think it was like one of those things where it was like, oh, is it going to be him? Is it going to be him? Is it going? And it's like, hey, they hired Doug Peterson. I'm like, no shit, really? All right, okay, cool. That makes sense. I like that. Peterson and Mike McCarthy have this like stigma around them though that they're super old. Peterson. They're Super Bowl winning head coaches that some football fans might be like, eh, they're not as good as they perceive themselves to be. Because Peterson did get fired from the place that he won a Super Bowl with in Philadelphia, even though that week 17 game where he was clearly tanking to get a higher pick and Jets fans had done it all season long and cheered it on, but Philly fan does it once and they're like, he dis- disrespected the game. And that's one of the big reasons he got fired. It was fired. the way he did it that, yes. that was that was disgusting, but... But I also never really felt like it was up to him. I almost felt like he botched it as bad as he did just to be a dick because he was told to do it and he didn't want to do it. But you got like listen, there's a big difference between McCarthy and Peterson. Big difference. Big, big difference. One of which being Aaron Rodgers and Nick Foles and what was left of Carson Wentz. The other one being we've now seen what happens to Mike McCarthy. You give him arguably the most talented roster in the NFL, and it's they play better when he's out. So even though they won and they were really, you know, they have a good year, I just don't, I don't, I'm not buying the McCarthy as much as I am Peterson. I, I think Jacksonville's going to be a good team this year. I do. And I that, think the Raiders will be better. I think that's where my cure, and that's where my curiosity is because if, let's say Jacksonville's, I don't know, two and four after six weeks, we saw this happen again in comparison to the Jets. We saw this with the Jets that after two seasons, people were finding reasons to give excuses for Sam Darnold. Like, Oh, Adam Gase is not the right fit. Oh, uh, the weapons aren't. What's changed in the NFL for fans, and whether it's people that are just so hell-bent on making sure they're smart when it comes to the NFL draft or prospects or whatever it is, some quarterbacks, not every franchise, some quarterbacks get a lot longer of an opportunity in comparison to maybe 10 years ago that if you're not doing as well early on, they know you're the guy anyways, but we're going to let this go as far as we can. I bring that up because if Trevor Lawrence isn't good, he starts running out of excuses too, or he was the Harold is the greatest college football prospect of all time. And he stack his up his stuff. He is. And he was so bad in year one. Davis Mills was better than Trevor Lawrence. So if he's not good again, he's going to start running out of excuses of why Trevor Lawrence isn't good. That's why Jacksonville. What if Mills is good? What if Mills is is good? Cause I'm kind of rooting for that ET neck mother effort. Like I, I I'm rooting for him, man. Because he got crapped on for no reason. And now he's like, he played pretty well. Everybody's like begrudgingly like, oh, maybe he's okay. This might work. Yeah, let's go go get him, Mills. Phone home. Is Are you excited for the Hall of Fame today? You and I have interviewed Tony Baselli before. He's finally going in. It's been too long. Do you get excited for the Hall of Fame stuff? Because I've, I've now changed my opinion over the last six years because of Bonds and Clemens not being in. That the Pro Football Hall of Fame is the greatest Hall of Fame of any Hall of Fame in American sports. College Football Hall of Fame is very close. Uh, you know, I am, but I, I spent the whole week, you know, between watching the Hall of Fame game, uh, listening to, you know, NFL radio and stuff like that. Like, I kind of feel like this is kind of anticlimactic. Like, I'll, I'll I'll make sure I watch the Cliff Branch part. Uh, Tony Baselli, like you said, he's a good dude. He's, he's been on the show. A couple of people I'll pay attention to, but I'm not going to, like, stop my day and watch everything. I'll just check the highlights. Leroy Butler. Uh, the, the founder Seymour. of the, the Lambo Leap. Richard Seymour. Oh. Indoor football can... connection with Dick Vermeil's getting in. But who can forget the greatness of Richard Seymour? When he turns 
and flat palms Ben Roethlisberger in the face and puts him on his rapist ass. Oh, it's my favorite moment in all of football. I could not believe the stat that Richard Seymour had one, one sack in college. Yeah. One sack in college? Yeah. Who would have got drafted if it's 2022? You had one sack in college. But there's like, like there's guys that like they wreck games that way. They don't need the stats. And he was one of those guys. He wrecked games because you had to do everything in your power to stop him because you knew if he started moving, it was over. And then everybody else ate. That's what he was. You know, now you got an Aaron Donald. It's like you stop. I'm going to – here's five offensive linemen to stop you. And somehow he still gets through. But, like, that, that, that was a difference maker. It was a different – and he knocked Ben Rossberg straight on his ass, which was – I mean – Chef's kiss. Mwah, yes. I know they flipped it to Thursday to Sunday now. You even said it too. It feels weird. Like it is anticlimactic now that the induction and the speeches and everything is happening days after. When you had it where it was Saturday, Sunday, where like it was your first taste of football coming back was the Hall of Fame induction and the players. And it really felt like the kickoff, the opening, whatever, the opening to a season. And then the football game the next day, that was probably better. Now we think about it out loud. Why did they move it to Thursday? Probably because Peacock or NBC said, it's the first week of August and Thursday. We would just like a nice rating, please. And yeah. A Thursday something is probably going to rate better than a Sunday something. So let's just move it because people will watch preseason football. Did you wager on it, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Raiders <laughs> minus two and a half. <laughs> That's why I was telling people. I was like, I didn't bet that much. <laughs> I did. I doubled my bank. I had an all bird parlay yesterday. I had chicken wings for dinner and I bet on the Orioles and the Cardinals. I get to go cash that ticket later on. Wow, you bet, you bet against line. my Yankees. That's that's that is messed up. It was an all bird parlay I had. How dare you? I want chicken wings. I might go to, I might go to, to under the orange roof today Ooh. for lunch and then I'll get to work around the house if I, I get around I will, the house. I will be doing some CBS six Whitney coverage digitally today. Uh, back to the oh, is that today? That's yeah, today. Today's the Whitney. Yeah. Uh, six horses. Life is good as the favorite. Well, Fletcher's guess, got three in it. Guess I'm putting money in my account. Send me over your picks. Time to hit up Tony Alavato and see what who, who I'm betting. Did I tell you I bumped into him a couple weeks ago? No, I talked to him a couple times on the phone. So I bumped into him like three weeks ago. The president of Naira Bets, by the way. Everybody. Yes, president of Naira Bets. So I was working on a piece live at the track about how. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings, how people like DraftKings might be influencing casual horse racing fans. Like, is there a new influx of fans coming in who just did DraftKings and said, oh, I've never wagered on horse racing before. Like, this is my year. I might think I can win. But that was the whole premise of the piece. So I shot Tony a text. I'm like, hey, do you have like two minutes, five minutes? Can I talk to you? He's like, yeah, come by my office. Wait, hold on. Please tell me you didn't interview the president of Naira Bets online wagering about other online wagering platforms no did not okay, thank you i was worried no. i was really afraid how good is DraftKings for what you do and he was no. just, and he just like backhands you out of the room no what i did was instead so i went to go talk i went to talk to tony and i have no idea where their office is not the slightest so there i am in a suit sweat and walking around the track i finally <laughs> find him and he's like, guys, I'm so sorry. I hope all is good. Tell Levac, I said, hi, I got to take this meeting. Can you talk to this guy? Can you talk to David instead? I said, yeah, absolutely. We'll talk. Great. So we go in his office and I'm like, I feel like I know this guy. He sent me off to David O'Rourke, the president of Naira. <laughs> who, now, is, who I love, David. 
he is he is about as as uh, as cuddly as a porcupine when it comes to interviewing him. He does not want to be interviewed. He has zero no. interest in it. No, and the fact that when Tony you talk pa- to him off mic, off record, dude's amazing. Yes, you talk to him on record, he's like, nope, yep, nope. <laughs> and that was the thing where it's like we've only interviewed him once in person, so like I haven't seen him in three years. So I was right. like, wait a second, where do I know this guy from? Remember, he sh- and he showed up looking like he was working, like like shoveling dirt. Like he showed up in like a flannel and stuff. What's like, guys, what do you guys need? <laughs> like, I got sorry, I got to go mow the back, uh, the back of the track. Like he's that hard working son of a bitch who doesn't want to stop and talk to you. Yes. And exactly like it's like, all right, like he seems happy because it's a cool thing about Nyer. It's opening day. He wants to talk about Charles Oakley because he's a big Knicks fan. I found out. So I get in there and you you and I are totally different. So let's go back to earlier in the in the show where we talked about certain big J journalists have their certain way of handling things. Send me all the hate you want. There are certain people that I've talked to before that before we hit the red light and start recording, I'll be like, hey, here's what we're going to talk about. Here's, yeah. you know, some people let's say that's the absolute no-no. Like you cannot yeah. do that. I'm like, if I know who you are and we've done this before, like I'm not here to like, gotcha. Right. Like, we're just not right. like that. So I said like, hey, here's what we're going to talk about. He said, no, no, no. Let's do a cold. You don't have to tell me anything. Let's go. I'm like, all right. Okay. I mean, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know right. if I want to go in cold. So that's the thing. Um, DraftKings is back with us later this month. Saratoga has been awesome. I forgot the premise of that story of why I was telling. Oh, Tony Alivado. That's what yeah, I was telling. Him. Yeah, yeah. He, um, I was texting him back and forth. He's like, "When are you coming up here? When are you coming?" I'm like, dude, I'm kind of, kind of busy. But why don't you come to the game? I'm kind of busy. I'm like, well, screw you then. You know. And no, uh, he. I was like, do you got a picture of me? He goes, I haven't had time to look at anything. I'm like, damn it. All right, thanks. I need pics, man. I'm. I got. I'm. Not, I'm getting my ass handed to me a little bit. Andrew Champagne, Andrew Champagne, five-time pick winner at Saratoga. I will send you his link. Shout out to Andrew Champagne. He's coming in next week. When you've won the Saratoga pick selections five times, you are our go-to. So I don't know where Brian Mariano is. He doing anything? I thought he was oh doing stuff. God, I don't know where Closer is, man. He came up in my memories on Facebook like this week. So it must have been three years ago or whatever that he left his phone sitting next to me when I took over. And, and his caller ID said, dad. And I was like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on here? Because it looked I thought it was my phone. And my father died before cell phones were invented. So <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I like this comment. Shout out to Matt Bob. I haven't heard from this guy in a while. I'm sure he's busy. One of the longtime Levant guys listeners. That is a new pod. Gotcha, guys. Instead of getting there with guys, right? Just randomly sneak up on people and start yelling stuff at him. It's very man in the street. We used to do that to you. That was it when um when I was still at uh that other radio company, and then Flounder is a very good friend of mine. He's over uh, doing like traffic and all that stuff for all broadcasting. We wanted to do a podcast together. We we're gonna do it where it's it was like I was being abducted each week. Like like you just hear me like shopping, like oh look bananas, and then you hear a taser go off. We abducted Jeff Levac and forced him to ask questions and whatever. Who am I interviewing this week? I just want to go home. <laughs> I can't believe our old company said no to that. What? Oh, I didn't even. I didn't present it to them. I was going to do it without them. <laughs> they went, of course, they said no. They said no to everything. Everything was good. Gotcha, guys. Is basically just Billy on the street. Two buttons deep is like no, no, no. We've been doing that for years. We invented that. What are we going to send back nine Bridu? That's not. I wouldn't send back then, Brian, anywhere. Maybe rehab. <laughs> the Hall of Fame football is the best. Go visit the one in Atlanta. Levesque and I got to see the College Football Hall of Fame. That was, was cool. really cool. That was very cool. And and there's Chick-fil-A's everywhere. So, oh, so good. 
I'll do some Q&A to end the day here. Yeah, let's rock and roll. I'm in. All right. Uh, we got one from our panel, Ryan McCarthy, who says this. My birthday's in two weeks, guys. Hoping Levi and McCloskey got something nice for me from Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Uh, mine is the 26th. What are you getting for me, old Ryan McCarthy? My daughter's birthday is three days away. Wow. She's going to be 20 or 21? 19. 19. That's not right. I don't think that's right. That's true. She's born in 03. I'll let you, I'll trust you on that. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm, I never see her anymore. So like, I'm, I don't even, I'm like, what do you want for your birthday? I have no idea what to get. I was like, you want me to take you to dinner? You want me to She's like, ah, I'm good. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we got a pick here from our great Tommy Gross for the Whitney. Okay. What do you My got? top three. He's got a little trifecta for us. He's got life is good. Hot rod, Charlie and Olympiad is his trifecta play for the Whitney today. I'm going to bet that because it's Tommy Gross, but. I feel like Hot Rod Charlie is 75 years old. I feel like we've been talking about Hot Rod Charlie the horse. Because that's the one that's owned by the bunch of frat friends, right? And all that stuff. We've done like 10 shows on Hot Rod. Right. I feel like Hot Rod Charlie is like a 75-year-old horse. And like just or like is it is it like the Dread Pirate Roberts from from Princess Bride? Like there's always a Hot Rod Charlie. Like it's not the same horse. Like it was like Hot Rod Charlie walks into the stable. They're like, you did good, buddy. And they take him out the back. They put him out to stud. And then another, like, a, a young horse comes in. Like, oh, look, Hot Rod Charlie's here. But that horse is gray. And just wearing a mask. <laughs> I've been very gun-shy for Saratoga since last Sunday. I probably only wagered on it twice this whole year. Maybe I'll do Tommy Gross's pick. How I've, many days I've... are left? Do we want to do we want to do a quick boot bet for the rest of the season? I was thinking oh. about that the other day. I found the boot. I was cleaning up. Uh, it's in my, I, I put the boot in my china cabinet. So, like, there's this, like, expensive glassware that my mother, I inherited from my mother, and there's all this china. And then, like, right in the middle is the big old Marine Corps boot that we drink out of when we when we lose the bets. <laughs> I would usually say no doubt yes to this, but I will be so bad at tracking my picks in comparison to well, We just use, just use our bets. All right. Just, all right, we each put, like, what do you want to do, 50? Probably should do, like, 100 bucks for the rest of the year. And, and see if one we can of us, do it? Yeah, and then whatever whatever you've got left, if whoever runs out of the hundred first, or whoever's got the most at the end, is like so. If you run out, like like a gentleman's wager, I'm gonna put a hundred bucks in my account today. You put a hundred bucks in your account today. If I'm gone by the end of the day, I'll call you and be like, "Dude, you win." All right, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, eighth, eighth race, I'm out." <laughs> I liked when Naira sponsored our boot bet more to give them that free yeah. plug about that. So maybe we'll see. Call Tony Alavado and be like, hey, we want to do the boot bet. We'll plug you guys. I mean, but Mark realistically Bardak speaking, 100 bucks at the track, come on. That's not That's not that bad. I almost had to pick five the other day. My first time ever. I want win, 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 dead last. Remember, what was it? Was it last year that I missed the pick six by a nose? Literally? A nose! Yeah. Oh, it still hurts. That still hurts. This isn't very... Nice, but it's very funny. Matt just wrote in Levac, you'd be hard to kidnap. That's right. That's right. Buffets, anti kidnapping training. I'm all about it. Listen, I started losing weight and then I saw people looking at me from a van. I went right back into I got some fried chicken <laughs> and some beer. I'm playing around. I'm like, you you just jealous, Matt Bob. While you're while you're zip tied in the corner of a basement somewhere, being told to put the lotion on your skin again. I'm uh I'm over here living the fat guy life, having a good time. Ryan Roden can confirm the college football hall of fame is awesome. The cool part about it's like 
it's so interactive. You can like find your nominee. You can touch it. It's not like the plaques or the buses. It is like you're really. It's it's completely it's interactive. I, yeah, it's like and a I kids know, museum almost. And I know because like, you can push on the screens and stuff. I know in 2020, because of the riots that took place in Atlanta, a lot of it got damaged, and seems to be everything is fixed. I know it's not probably the same as when you and I had gone in January of 2020. So. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. The world is not as much fun as it was when we were on the radio. Well, it's the cam. Need... There you go. Says he's got Judge getting to at least 60 before the postseason. How many does Judge have right now? 43. So you have him 17 more home runs. I like how Cam put the over-under at 60 and a half. So he says he won't break the record, but he'll get real close. Stan got real close a couple years ago, but he picked up the pace really yeah. close at the end. When he was but that was a madly started batting him lead off and everything. It was like, oh, the season's over. Let me do what I can to get this guy a, this guy a deal. I missed uh, Matt. He's getting a lot of air time today. He goes, no, I'm fat. <laughs> Listen, I'm just telling you, I'm not gonna, they're not taking me. They're not taking me. You're, you you get, get put, put the lotion on your skin or you're getting the hose again. You like big bad girls. Uh, this comes from the internet. What do we make of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson breaking up? I almost didn't do the show. I was so torn o- over this. This is like my favorite thing about 2022. How the hell do these two end up together? And then how the hell do they break up? Because they should never have been together. This was this is going to happen. Now the question is like the question for me is not how did this happen? Who's the next entirely too hot and amazing woman that Pete Davis is going to have boning. Like who is he's <laughs> like, if you look up BDE big dick energy in the, in the dictionary, it's Pete Davidson. Like, it's just like terrible, like Crayola tattoos, very funny dude. All that stuff, not good looking, bad teeth. And he's what, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian. Like he's, it's insane. Look, look at that SNL crew. Colin Jost is, is with Scarlett Johansson. Um, one of the guys is is with Olivia, not Olivia Munn. Sudeikis, the other, Jason Sudeikis was with Olivia Wilde for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's another one too, I think, that like is in there. Like it's just insane to me. Like I, I know like funny guys get 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 tail, but I'm really funny. I'm just saying I'm really funny. Yeah, blow up <laughs> my dates. Who needs me, ladies? I'm ready. Hold on, Hold on. get my date ready for tonight. That rare moment you have a, a a football pump handy at the right time for comedic energy, and I can't get laid. I'm just saying, I was ready with a and nothing. Can I? I can't. I can't get you know Kim Kardashian lookalike strippers. I like whatever. I was hanging out with a Playboy playmate like a couple weeks ago. I thought I was doing pretty well, and then you know no. But wait, 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 wait. I didn't hear the story. Of course you didn't. It didn't go as well as I wanted it to. <laughs> I was hanging out. I was hanging out with a really, really attractive female, and I found out after it didn't work out that she's been she's been in Playboy. At least tell me the location of where this happened. It was a pet adoption clinic. <laughs> that was a fifty to one shot. Maybe a hundred to one <laughs> hitting on that. I thought the even odds were Hooters or something. Well, I mean, it, wherever clinic. she was, it was Hooters. Actually, it was, it was, it was, she's got that Kim Kardashian behind her, is what, you know, she's standing up tall and she's sitting down somehow. Oh, Amazing. and there's a swing and a miss on the Playboy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not completely giving up yet, but now that Matt Bop is reminding everybody I'm a fat fatty, 
Here, hold on. Let me get my next Playboy girlfriend ready. Hold on. I want. I want. I want the Kardashian backside. There we go. All right. Good to go. I can only imagine our audio-only audience on the podcast side wondering what Levac is using into that microphone. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break. Kardashian did it on purpose. They always those Kardashians. They know what they're doing. Get those fall ratings up for wherever the hell keeping up with the Kardashians are on now. I think they're on Hulu or something. Oh, who cares where they are? Get who that cares? season premiere numbies up. Hold on, I'm breaking up my girlfriend. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I want to ask you for advice. I just want to end the show now, though. hot out there make sure you hydrate kids and don't forget about tech east fire and water restoration where your best way back to normal te firewater.gov buy your tickets to the championship game so i can stop plugging one of the two things good everybody happy all right go, go. give me one more pump you want me let me like hold on i'm gonna, I'm gonna give i'm gonna give my girlfriend a breast enlargement d's d's baby